Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Want to Do What? Today we've got Samantha on and she works for a pretty well-known estate agency and her role is to deal with early careers. Hi Samantha. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure, excited to have you on. We, we got you on because you basically cover what, what we talk about all the time, which is early careers. I mean, we're massive on apprenticeships, and interns and people getting experience. So my first kind of question to you is why do you work in this space? Um, why? I think I've got a pretty unique job, especially when I work internally for a company and I get to watch people grow and develop. So it's such a fun job to meet lots of different people and just see their journey. So I get a lot of job satisfaction from that. Very cool. So how did you get into this? Um, I completely fell into it. Um, so I suppose in terms of background, so I done my A-levels at my local college and I didn't know what I wanted to do, um, but I was dead set that I didn't want to go to university um, simply because I didn't know what I wanted to study. And I was like, I don't want to spend all that money um, for something I'm not sure if I'm going to need. Um, so I was pretty set quite early on that I wanted to do an apprenticeship which was back in 2014, which makes me feel really old. Um, <laughs> um, and it was back then, it, it wasn't really talked about. There was only sort of traditional sort of plumbing, electricians, things like that. So I was probably one of the early sort of, I would say, professional um, apprenticeships. Um, I was just looking online, looking at level threes and fours, um, which for, for anyone that doesn't know apprenticeships, they, they go in different levels. Um, stumbled across, across a level five and simply applied I didn't actually know what I was applying for until I got to the interview <laughs> wow so what happened then so you went to this interview and that was it you sort of did you enjoy your apprenticeship or how did you find it yeah I loved it so my apprenticeship was a level five in HR management um, and I'm quite unique most of my career has been in the built environment so it was another sort of real estate sort of consultancy um, and I loved it because I had part-time jobs since I was 15 I like working um, and I spent one day a week at my local college um, four days a week in the office um, which was by the strand so I used to love going in by embankment um, but I, I pretty much do exactly what I do now, just at sort of at that entry level. So I've definitely grown with it as well. So that entry level um, early careers, what does that range from? Does it literally range from uh, 16 year olds, maybe just finished GCSE apprenticeships and not apprenticeships all the way to maybe graduates? Yeah, so I cover everyone from sort of, um, it's not really an age thing either anymore. So yeah, 16 year olds fresh out of school, um, majority of them are sort of 18 now-ish um to, through to graduates but graduates covers everything we get a few sort of mature students that are perhaps in their sort of 40s retraining as well so really touching everyone at sort of different stages of their, their life and career really that's quite good because a lot of companies i don't think really have the infrastructure to be able to um support uh students or apprenticeships from those different levels um what's this all like working with um and adapting um, careers for those different people I think it's it's understanding their different needs um, and they're so different so how you manage an apprentice is very different to how you manage an intern which is very different to how you manage a graduate so it's um, about adapting to these different people um, and really getting to understand them so that's what I like is I like to personally get to know them um, to work out what works best for them and then you can provide them the right support and steer them in the right direction um, and occasionally tell them I told you so um, when they <laughs> pick the route that you told them originally anyway. So I'm very much like you, Samantha. I didn't want to go to uni. I didn't go to uni. I went straight into work. And I personally think 
now that is a massive advantage and we're lucky we get to speak to loads of ceos and founders on the podcast from a huge different range of industries and most of them have told us i don't even look at degrees anymore i just look at what this person's done and if they've got experience at the end of the day so is that something you found do you think people that go through the apprenticeship route rebuild that career early career experience much better than those that maybe go and do a degree and then have to get into work for maybe five years later um, I wouldn't say there's a better route. I think it's um, what works best for that person. So um, so in the industry I work with, the apprenticeship's four years. So at the end of four years, you walk away with a BSc, you're a chartered um, uh, professional, and you've got that four years worth of experience. But what I would say is, and something I personally felt I missed out on, was that that life experience and that living away from home and the skills you get from that as well. Um, whereas some people want that that new lifestyle, and I think that's really good for things like how to manage your money. Um, living on student funds isn't always great, so I think that it teaches you both teach you different routes. Um, and ultimately, in, in our industry, people qualify at the same time, roughly within about six months of each other, whether they go through a apprenticeship group or a degree program. I suppose the biggest thing is the experience. Um, well, having two over four is always great. Um, but it's, it's how you learn and how best to get the most out of your potential. Mm. And what differs from an apprenticeship to say an internship? How do they, how are they structured differently? Yeah. So, our, um, so the, the company I work for currently, our internships are mainly um, aimed at those with one year um, of degree study, but it varies across the industry. So some look at internships, for A-level students. So these are short term placements um, anywhere between two and I would say 12 weeks. Um, and in this, you're just getting a taste of what the industry is like or what it's like to work for that particular company and a bit of a try before you buy really see if you like it because there will be things you walk away from and you go I didn't like that or I didn't like that and it helps you steer your your rate down and and making those connections and starting to build your network is incredible. So what does an average day look like for someone that's working in early careers? Oh uh, I hate the cliche but no two days ever (laughs) Um, so I, I suppose even in my, my last week, I've been traveling um, up and down the country. So I've been to Birmingham, um, virtually to, to Edinburgh. So I, I mix between recruitment and um, development. So that recruitment covers everything from advertising jobs, um, connecting with the universities, screening applications, conducting interviews. And then the development side, so I've had appraisals today, um, checking in on performance, organizing training sessions or delivering training sessions. Um, so it's a really there's so much scope scope in an early career as well mm, sounds massively varied is that something that you enjoy as part of the job yes don't get me wrong it can get a, a little chaotic um but it is so much fun the, the fact that you're having so many different conversations with different people um and, and you do get to see people and they ask questions and you become sort of expert in your field and people come to you for advice as well which i quite like so when you're looking at apprenticeships versus internships, right, and somebody's applying, what makes them stand out for you at both apprenticeship level and internship? Um, I think it's how you connect in with that industry um, and connecting with an industry doesn't always have to be work experience because I recognize not everyone can get work experience. So something might have part on jobs and you know what, giving up work for two weeks just isn't possible because you need to, to fund things at home. So ways that you can connect, I think it's doing your research on that industry. What are the big deals going on in that industry? Are there any new um, players in that, in that industry? Are there any current podcasts? Are there um, news articles that you could read? Perhaps you could write your own. So it's not just 
what have I done? It's how you can also do these things outside of, say, traditional work experience as well. What would be some of the biggest positives you've uh, taken from uh, this job so far? Um, what's the biggest positive? I think it's just um, I get to watch a lot of people apply to us, um, which is lovely. Um, but also I, I, I get people not seeing knocked back um, and actually seeing them come back stronger than before and seeing that resilience in other people, um, as well as myself, because I have to live, sometimes live the bad news. Um, so seeing them, people come back and sometimes champion young underdog as well um, is great. And then for somebody that actually wants to work in early careers, is there a need now to have a degree or can you go down the route that you went down? How's it kind of changed? Um, I think it's a mix. So, um, yeah, you can go down the HR um, degree route, um, which is available at quite a lot of universities. And then through that, people tend to find, obviously, graduate schemes um, or just straight employment. Um, and then you can do your chartership with the CIPD, which is the Chartered uh, Institute for Professional Development, um, which is all around sort of our professional body. Um, uh, or you can go through apprenticeships and sometimes just direct entry and work way up and just getting a flavour for what it's like. Uh, what would be some uh, key personality traits that you think you have that really help um, working in this role? Oh, well, the thing is, I would say people skills, but naturally I'm an introvert. Um, so this isn't my natural talking style I, I I would say I'm very much the person in the office that you know what give me the laptop and I'll work away but I think you do have to have that um emotional intelligence um because it is quite emotive watching people go through these roles and the the development of um of them as well so I think there's an element of that um I think it's been able to um adapt quickly um, everything from perhaps something that's not gone right on an assessment centre and having to put in a backup plan um, and just being able to get a gauge for, for what people need. And I think it's that sort of um, just intuition as well. And then how do you kind of progress um, when working in early careers? So what's the ladder kind of look like for somebody thinking, do you know, what, I'd quite like to go in that. Um, so traditionally, you would start off in perhaps a, a coordinator or an administrator role. Then you go into an officer. Um, from there, you can go into senior officers or team leaders, depending on the, the structure of the team, then to typically a careers manager. Um, and that can be in the UK. Um, but there's also global opportunities as well. So depending on the sort of company you work for, you could be working on graduate programs in sort of Singapore, Australia, uh, America, which is quite cool as well. So it's not just in the UK. It has global reach, too. You mentioned earlier you were uh, traveling up and down the country. Were they um, sort of like careers events at universities and things like that? What's it like uh, attending things um, like that around the country? Oh, they're my favorite events. Um, so, yeah, so this week it was actually to do an assessment center, but I was, I do have plans to go back for careers fairs. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. I meet a lot of students. You get about, I would say, typically around 100 to 150 at any given point in the day. So you're speaking to, to lots of people, you're asking their questions. Um, and actually, it's it's fun when I meet people that don't necessarily know about my company or about my industry. I'm really telling them and saying, oh, you could actually do this if you, if you think about this or if you try this internship or actually we do some other routes that you might want to consider. Um, so they're great fun. Um, don't get me wrong, carrying around a massive planner uh, with a company logo isn't always the most glamorous. Um, but you know I, I love it when you uh, attend these sort of events I can imagine they're open to all different industries do you get um, is there a more popular maybe degree or um, people's courses that um, 
or subjects they take that are tend to uh, favor what um, your company provides? Um, traditionally, yes. Yeah. So if you've asked me this about two, three years ago, it would have been geography. Um, that would have been the best one because there's an element of link that links back to sort of the, the human geography side of it. Um, but actually, the, the industry is massively changing in real estate and, and sort of estate agency to the point that I've got graduates that were once any doctors or teachers um, or physiotherapists or chemists um, because real estate touches everything. So we live, we play, we sleep in it. Um, work in it so actually all degree backgrounds are really useful because you'll have such a different perspective of how to view a healthcare center or how to view a hotel um so yeah probably two three years ago it would have been geography but now it's a wide open ball game does your company maybe look for more specific degrees so for instance you obviously um said geography a couple of years back did you uh more target those sort of uh students and do you still target um specific courses now um we actually don't target specific um courses so we actually just open it up so it's we call it a non-cognate and that just simply means you don't have a real estate degree um so we we don't target particular universities or particular courses because you know what real estate and, and the estate agency will, will affect all different sides of, of, of a person so it doesn't actually matter what degree they come from and um, so we're not particularly targeting um but we just want people that are keen and interested um that just have a connection to the industry so i'm really interested in you mentioned kind of like mature students and people maybe changing careers has that increased over the last few years do you think um yeah, I would say, actually, I've noticed a couple more applications, um, perhaps people that um, perhaps more on the ground side of it. So perhaps more your traditional bricklayers that have gone actually um, working on a building site isn't for me anymore, but I really love the industry. Let me go and do a degree in um, project management or the building surveying site. So I think there's a, there's a change of actually, I, I, whilst I love the, the industry, the skills I might need or how I see my career going in the future is really different um, and then we get complete career changes so I think my favorite was the A&E doctor who done seven years of his doc- doctorate to then discover he doesn't like blood and was like I want to go back to education <laughs> that's quite quite a waste of seven years maybe <laughs> I <know>. um, <laughs> um, you mentioned careers fairs now do you think that's one of the best ways if not the best way for students to find apprenticeships and internships or if not where else can they find them mix um so there's a range of different resources available so obviously you've got the university target careers fair but for apprentices you've got national um uh conferences that happen so i know there's one except in excel in london i think it's one in birmingham i think there's one in manchester now as well um so they're a great way um i would say quite often a lot of firms will go in and do guest lectures so whilst it might be a guest lecture in a certain study there might be a law element. So if you're a law student, actually, you might want to go and attend that one. Um, so I think guest lectures, um, I think referrals are always really good. So whilst you might not have had experience in it, your friend might have, um, and actually they might connect with you. Um, competitions, lots of people are going down that. Um, so I think it's a real range. And I think, um, yeah, careers fairs are great and it's great when they're on campus. Um, I will say there was a bit of a lull probably this time last year when I think everyone was zoomed out. Um, but I think that's coming back now. And I think people like being able to, to reach out to loads of different firms and it makes it a bit more personal as well. 
If you could give a piece of advice to um, maybe some students uh, looking to go into the apprenticeship or maybe um, graduates graduating this year, um, that would really help them stand out. Um, what, what would that be? Um, I think it would be do your research. And that's not just on the company, that's on that industry. So think about what have you done and how does that connect? So have you um, done some articles that might have linked? Did you do the, um, I think at college people can do the extended projects. Some people like to do that on um, various different topics. So I think it's all about linking it back. Um, I think cover letters are great and I think it's just my biggest rule is if your, your CV is about you and your cover letter is about me so when I say me it's that company so if I can read your CV um, and take out the word of my company and insert it with another one it's probably not quite doing what you want it to do but if I can look at that and I can see you've gone over and above beyond over and above what's just on the website you thought about what this means to you and perhaps some of the assets that we work on or um people that you've met that that you think actually that this is why I've gone down this route I think research is so key in any application whether that's on your CV your cover letter or, or any application questions there may be as well and uh, would you still go into this industry knowing everything you know now oh 100% um definitely um I think uh and I to be fair I wouldn't change anything I, I think I'd still go down my apprenticeship route I'd still try lots of different things I haven't always just worked in early careers I've done um, agency recruitment I even had a career change myself and went into youth therapy but actually I think each of those things taught me something different so yeah I love early careers well thank you so much for your time Samantha it's been great chatting and you've given some really great advice amazing thank you so much for your time awesome thank you um if someone maybe wanted to uh, reach out and have a question um would uh, your LinkedIn be the best place yeah LinkedIn's my my best place to reach me awesome thank you